0: Picnic Table Society, a ragtag group of people in recovery that live by Rule 62. Don't take yourself so damn seriously. Your recovery is your journey. Get engaged, try new things, and have fun with it. Yo, Maestro. Intro, please.
1: You can't steal second with your foot on first. Go dogs, go dogs, go. Good dogs. morning everyone. Welcome
2: to another episode of the Picnic Table Society. That intro was <laughs> completely botched over here because of my uh, technical skills here on this contraption. No, forgot to no. Plug no. I, I saw what happened. I, know, I, know. I saw
1: what happened. Our guest is James and he's from Georgia and you know people in Georgia they're a little slow. So it took a little No, I <laughs> forgot.
2: I forgot. I forgot to plug our guest into our uh, mixer over here. Yeah. But uh, anyways, welcome thanks for listening (laughs) my name is joe we got aaron and jeff here we got a guest james on today how's it going
0: (laughs) i'm done with you joe i know i
2: know Listen, listen that's right Listen. I
0: don't have nothing to say.
2: That's 12 points.
1: <laughs> that's 12 points. <laughs> that's right. 12 points. Nothing to say. No homework.
2: hmm Yeah. Whatever. James, what's going on? How are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. How y'all doing this morning? Good, good, good. Mm-hmm. Glad to have you on here. I uh, appreciate it. All, All right, right. If man. you move
1: your chair again, we're going to kick you off the show. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so
0: I asked James to be on um, our show this morning because, you know, I'm sure Jeff could introduce him better because he knows him more, but um, I've spent a lot of time out. At the picnic tables, actually, with James in the morning time. And you, how, how much time you got now, James?
3: Um, I think I'm... What's your sobriety a week? date? Oh, it's May 19th of 2021. So I'm like just shy of four months.
0: There you go. Cool. And so the thing I like about James is I always see him everywhere. Everywhere. And when I come to the Java Club, I see him. He's talking to me. I see him talking to the other guys around here. I see him in meetings. I see him helping everyone out. You know, that's... That's really important to me because it reminds me what I'm doing here, you know, and some days when I think that, you know, I just don't want to do that. Then I come up here and I see people like James doing the deal and it reminds me, you know, of what I need to be doing. Jeff, what you got to say about this guy?
1: Well, he's one of the assistant managers for a reason because everything you just Ooh. said. Yeah. You didn't even know he was assistant manager look yeah, at that You because know he's humble <laughs> he's humble yeah yeah so uh, james i got a question for you what what's the longest sobriety time you had working a program
3: uh i never worked a program exactly nice. that's what
1: i was getting at and look at james almost four months into this actually working a program what step are you on
3: uh i am working step four
1: that's right so when you're done with five you know what we're gonna tell you right What's that? Welcome to you know what. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't say the name of the program, so nobody says, "Oh, you said Welcome like the, to the tradition." Club. There you go. Welcome, Welcome to the to club. The club. The yeah, yeah.
2: There you go. Yeah, man. What, but then, the fourth step, right? Yeah. You well know, when
1: he's done with five, that's yeah.
2: quite honestly, you know, when I first did mine in like that first year or whatever. I mean, that's probably all it really did for me. That was just that's just my experience personally. Yeah, no. was was it just because you always like when you go to meetings and stuff you always hear about the fourth step and blah 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 you're like you know what I mean mm-hmm. and it's like
1: say that again like that the fourth step yeah yeah yeah
2: but no like then like you go ahead and you do it and it's like you do kind of feel just more part of the group now. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, now you get to hear all these other people talk about their anxiety doing, like, the the fourth step. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) you get to say to yourself, like, all right, been there, done that. Like, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So when
3: I was, yes, you know, I heard all that same stuff, you know, you're going to be uncomfortable. And I'll be honest with you, I have been very uncomfortable when I was working my fourth step, actually writing it down on paper. It was... You know, and then I get and we actually went with my sponsor Saturday and we went over my four step. And then okay. after, you know, we got done, he was like, all right, now you need to go home, pray about it and uh, write me some more stuff down about your four step. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, "What? wait, what are you talking <laughs> about? Like, <laughs> I I I, I've been uncomfortable enough. I don't right. Know what That's what? just emotionally <laughs> draining. I'll well, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. tell you that.
1: And if you're not uncomfortable, you're probably not putting down everything you're supposed to be putting down. I mean that's just yeah. my experience because I did a fake fourth step and, and you know bef- when I relapsed too you know but when I relapsed before that I had written down a fake fourth step delivered it in my fifth step to the, my then sponsor man I put down that I had slept with a nun on there it was like like seriously that's the stuff I put down on there just to try to like look cool and you, it, that's part of the reason wow. I got to I Listen, swear that's only what I did Jeff. wow only Jeff mm-hmm. he was like really I was like yeah I'm a Catholic schoolboy <laughs> yeah <laughs> I wound up making amends to him. For that later on when I got
2: sober. Some are sicker than most, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. And Jeff's
0: one of them. Oh, Holy
2: geez. shit. This coming
1: from the guy, uh, I won't even get started. No, that's pretty funny, though. <laughs> that's good. I like that.
0: So, that's a good that's, said, that's, Why that's didn't actually, I think of that? No,
2: seriously, because that's good, like. Uh, that's funny, man. It's good stuff. Like, <laughs> not funny.
0: Not. Everyone listening. <laughs> I should no, make not amends to God to right them, now. No, though.
2: Cause yeah. stuff, stuff like that. You could tell people and you know how, like they always say, like, you know, you, 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 go to a meeting, you listen to people share about stuff, and you learn some stuff of what to do, and then you learn some stuff of what not to that's do. That's right. See, there you go. That's
1: my whole story. You see, if Joe came to support me when I speak or do the steps or something, he would know most of what I speak about is what not to do in recovery because for about five years, almost five years, I did it the wrong way.
2: But that's all the good, wrong though. Way. Because you, you learn yeah. through those experiences.
1: Oh, I needed that pain to He's grow. And even,
2: and even some of those experiences can help other people. That's
1: right. And you know that's all saying? it's about, helping others.
2: Helping so, others. So when someone else is sitting there thinking that they're going to fake their fourth step, they
3: can think about Jeff. Yeah.
0: There you go. There you that's go. it. So, James, tell us about your, your last
3: bottom. Um, my last bottom, let's see, uh, when I got out of jail... I was like, you know, I I told myself, you know, I'm not going to drink anymore, you know. Then a buddy of mine, I started working at Applebee's, and uh, a buddy of mine that worked there, he was like, hey, you want to come out? And I was like, yeah, sure, sure, come pick me up. And so he picked me up, and, you know, we got to the party that um, some friends of mine were having, and... um started out just smoking weed i was like i ain't gonna drink i'll just smoke (laughs) and i was famous last word yeah right (laughs) yeah Yeah. so i was just you know smoking smoked the whole night and then the next weekend you know same thing he's like hey you want to come to this party sure man come on come pick me up so he did the same thing i got there i was like you know what i'll just have a few beers and then so i drank about Seven or eight. That <laughs> a night. few. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, yeah.
2: A few.
1: Seven or eight is a few for our phone. A, yeah, yeah. a couple. So, Not several. Know, it's a, a few. Couple.
3: Yeah. And then the next <laughs> thing you know, after that it was it was on. Uh I was walking to the liquor store to get mm. a pint, and then a pint led to a fifth, and then a fifth led to another fifth, another fifth, and by by the end of it I was drinking three fifths a day. I mean, when I walked into detox and blew into the breathalyzer, it was a point like three, four, six. Oh and the goodness. lady was like, "How are you walking and mm-hmm. talking normal?" I was like, "This is this is my normal. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is normal to me." But you know, it got to the point at this last time where. I could drink that much and I wasn't drunk. Like I I was drinking to be numb. I was yeah. drinking to you know That's right. And it wasn't anybody. It wasn't doing anything anymore. Yeah. It yeah. Show, yeah. stopped working. You hear a shit? It
1: stopped working. Couldn't yep. turn the head off no more. Yep. It, no, no more. Man, that's the worst part of it. That is. That's, that's what that's I a miserable feeling. Yes, yeah. yeah. When it exactly. does
3: doesn't stop. Mm-mm. Nothing and no matter how much I drank, it never stopped. And where'd yep. you go to detox? Uh I went to a place in Waycross. uh, Trying to think of the name of it, I can't even remember the well, name of it.
1: You transferred over here to a rehab, though, correct? Yes, right. Which which rehab?
3: Uh, I went to SLA.
1: No, no, that's uh, oh,
3: you rehab. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't go to a rehab.
1: No. Okay, I got you confused with somebody else who went to Stepping Stones.
3: Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. No, I went to. Now, I, I did go to Lakeview. Lakeview. Uh, be uh, the first time I ever tried. Ever tried? To go okay, that's what I, yeah. where I went to Lakeview. Yeah, and I actually came to some meetings at Java when I was at Lakeview right went to some you weren't meeting. ready though no, he said no. he wasn't that sick well, no because <laughs> and and i'll be honest when you know when i was coming to meet i love coming to the meetings i i got a lot from the meetings but one of the things i did when i was in the meetings i still remember is you know i would hear people speak and they'd be like you know i smoke crack and i went to jail and i was just sitting there thinking the whole time well i haven't done that I haven't done that. Mm-hmm. Haven't Looking done at that. those differences, and now going and now you know. Then I went back out, and guess what? Then people that were talking about you know, you. DUIs and arrest, all of a sudden. That was you. Uh, yeah. That was me. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, now, I got that same story. And that now now yep. your
1: story is in is in our big book, more about alcoholism. Let me try this. Oh, let me try <laughs> that. Yeah. And his story is there in the doctor's opinion. You know, I'll just smoke a little bit here, and then boom, I had a disease of more. So that's off the allergy. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. You should never drink again.
3: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. That that is definitely the goal to never drink again.
1: And um, well,
3: just for today. Yeah. You I know, mean, yeah, definitely just for today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: what I love watching here is when the guys do the deal here. You get to see the miracles and the gifts of uh, God and and the twelve steps and um, the the relationship that James has now with his son is just unbelievable. You want to talk a little bit about that relationship?
3: Yeah, yeah. And um, it was weird because uh, I actually talked to him, which I talked to him every day, right? But um, my I was talking to him last night, and uh, my youngest was like. He was asking me, he was like, so, Dad, when are you going to get out of the Java Club? And I was like. he's
2: locked up.
1: I was like. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah.
3: (laughs) I was just like, you know, I'm not sure. I was like, why? You know, he was like, well, when you get your own place, you know, we can come and stay the night and, you know, we can watch football all day. And I was just like, because, you know, that's some of the stuff we used to do that, you know, they loved. You know, the, especially my oldest and even my youngest, you know, that that was the time we all spent together. Mm-hmm. You know, we sat in front of the, the TV and watched football all day on Saturday. Right. And then, you know, of course, Sunday we'd go to church and stuff and... But, you know, that's the stuff they miss.
1: Right. You know know what we need to do here, Joe? You remember what we used to have? So the internet will be fixed here in about a week. As far as the back of the property, everything else works. Is we used to have a big TV in here and just run the wire from the main halfway house. And guys used to come in here, watch all the games all day. Oh, yeah. We got to get that going again in here because this is a family disease. And that's why we gear it towards family here, too, with the kids' playground and the Mm -hmm. water slides and everything. Mm -hmm. We got to start setting it up here as soon as that happens. That way people could have little uh, get-together, see Football and NFL games. Sure. We gotta get that going.
3: Oh yeah, that'd be yeah. great.
1: Well, um Joe is on his phone right now.
3: I am, yeah. I'm, no, I'm I'm texting my wife. I'm Anywho. Sorry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's pretty cool. I didn't know you had kids kids, James.
3: Yes, I got a seventeen year old son and a ten year old son. Wow. Seventeen year old boy too. Oh that, yeah. That he's that's a big boy. Six foot three. Does he about, play any sports? No, he's a he's a musician.
1: Oh nice.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, he tried out sports. I mean, he loves watching it, but he's he was not big on playing it. Right. <laughs> so I was like, you know, the couple years we had him playing football, he played and then I think he was doing it more because he knew how much I loved it and he knew I played. And um, but. His last year, he was like, I don't want to play no more. I was like, well, you already made a commitment. I said, so you're going to finish it out. Right. I said, but once, you know, you're done, if you don't want to play no more, you know, that's fine. I said, you know, you don't have to play, you know, just because your dad played it. You know, that, you know, that's something I did. I loved. I said, if you don't like it, you know, that's fine. And he he didn't. And then he went into uh, playing band for the school. He got into um, he played the sax and now he plays the drums. Cool. So,
1: let me ask you something. You know, Joe went through this halfway house, and he's twelve years clean. So, Aaron went through a halfway house, and uh, I went through one for like two weeks, right? But that, that's a that's a different story. So, as far as living in a halfway house, what's the hardest thing about living in
3: a halfway house? The hardest thing about living here dealing with the other jerk offs that live there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Probably, probably the worst thing is uh, you know having to you know just deal with people that really don't you can you can almost tell like when they get here that they they're here because they just need a place to live that mm-hmm. is it's not about recovery and you see it you're just like yeah, i can look at i can almost look at them when they first get here and be like yeah, yeah
1: we talked about this that joe knows that This oh, yeah not gonna make it no and that's why we're, he, we're very picky here Yeah, yeah you know yeah.
3: Yeah, and I mean, it don't happen a lot, but when it does happen, you can see it right away. Yeah, closely.
1: it drives me crazy sometimes when we do bring somebody here and they say all the right things. I'm serious this time. It's going to be different this time. Give me a chance. I'm ready, blah, blah, blah. And we bring them here, and there's five meetings a day, five feet from where you sleep, and they don't go to a meeting. I mean, just shoot me, <laughs> right? <laughs> yep. Come on. Yep. Yeah. So do you know something funny about Joe when he lived here and there was curfew and curfew was like ten PM, he would show up every single night at nine fifty nine and fifty nine seconds. One minute
2: before, man. <laughs> One minute so well yeah.
0: though. Like I and not be late. I, quite honestly. No. To, yeah.
2: Quite honestly, I have absolutely no idea how I did it because I'm telling you, there's like a traffic light right there in the corner, and if that if that traffic light was red, I would have been late and gotten kicked out. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm man. serious,
3: but I think he gave my roommate some training. But man. I learned my, oh, I learned yeah. my, I learned he's my good lesson. At that too. Yeah, I bet
1: he is. He pulled up. I'm like,
3: dang mm-hmm. man, you yeah. timed that perfect. Well, he's about a year
1: and a half into this though.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you want to know what? Even though I did that, like I still stayed involved in this place, oh, yeah. and I got involved with the guys out there at the picnic tables, and I was involved in like doing stuff around here. And it took a little time, but I learned my lesson. Like that, that type of stuff, that type of behavior right. is like just not. You know, it's what? not been, it like, w- what benefit is that doing to me? Well, what do like, Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like it's okay to go out and hang out, but like, really, why do you have to push the envelope to be back here? Like literally 45 seconds before they lock the doors.
1: No, you want it to look cool in front of your housemates. But,
2: you, you know what I mean? Though no, yeah. it's like, seriously, like why, why, why? I don't know. You did it. Don't no, I know, me. but it's like, it's, it's just, it's, <laughs> it, it's stupid. So I did learn my lesson after a little while, but I'm telling you, I think I learned that because I was actually involved in mm-hmm. here. And um, I think one of the worst things people can do, especially when they move into like a halfway house like this, is to do that isolation thing. Right. And just not be a part of the group here, not get involved in things and just kind of stay by themselves. Like you said, not go to the meetings, not do anything. And it's like... I you know? tell the
1: guys when they move in, I tell them the quickest way out of you, obviously is if you drink a drug, but the the next quickest way out of here is if you don't get along and hang out with the people who live here. Yeah. You, you know, because the guys who live here, I, I rely on them for the accountability. I am not in control of, you know, I leave here at a certain point. Yeah. You know, these guys who are here are serious about their recovery. I get that call, you know? Yeah. Uh, what's unique about James, which I like, you don't see it much. Um very rare. You know, a lot of guys who come here, they all have skills as far as working outside and doing things with equipment. James is more of a uh, um, inside kind of guy. I
0: got the brains. He's That's got what I was going to bring up. Not
1: that if you work outside, you ain't got brains. But Aaron's the one who said that, by the way, not me. <laughs> more like a okay? professional yeah. job. That's so, some so, Jeff shit to say. <laughs> <laughs> James, uh, uh, he's actually um, uh, is pursuing getting a, a new job. Do you want to tell us about what you do?
3: um well it was weird because for a lot of years i did work outside um i you know worked in construction uh i mean i've done a little bit of everything you know when it came to i've been on a roof i've done electrical carpentry and then the last thing i got into was i was a brick mason and then i happened to my brother-in-law um he met this lady and um i was actually just we were Thinking about moving back to Florida, and he was like, he was so he was just, you know, running by different people he knew, trying to find me, you know, maybe a position down here. And uh, this lady at Bank of America was like, you know, we'll have him fill out an application at this pl- for this place, and you know, just um, if I can get him on, well, I'll get him on. Well, she worked uh, for Bank of America, and she got me on, and it was a it was a contracted um doing an, uh, an employment place, and it was contract to hire well after about maybe three months, i think I was there uh they opened up a position for um quality assurance and the i'd moved from government review to fHA insuring. Mm. and um so I was doing that, and literally I went and interviewed for the QA position. Cause I just wanted to get hired on sooner. And <clears throat> when I went to the interview, I was actually I leaving work that day, headed home and got a phone call. And it was the, my boss for FHA insuring. And she was like, Hey, I just wanted to call you and, um, ask you, you know, would you like to Um, come on full time Hmm. in this position and I was like well you know I just interviewed for this job so you know do you mind if I wait for them to call me back and let me know either way if they're going to go with me and she was like yeah that's fine just let me know you know when you can you know within the next she gave me a time frame I can't remember what it was a few days so literally 15 minutes after I got off the phone with her I get a call from the quality assurance position and the both the people that interviewed me were on the phone and um they were like hey we want to offer you the position and i was just like man that's awesome
1: god working and you didn't even know
3: it oh yeah jeez. and um so you know i accepted the quality assurance position of course because it paid more (laughs) (laughs) so of course i'm gonna go i'm gonna go where it pays more but yeah so i i did that and then once i was in there Um, You know, I just kept moving around uh, because that was how you – you know, when you work in that type of environment, the more you move around and the more experience you get working in different positions – you know, the more money you're going to make. So that's, you know, that's what I learned real quick.
1: And that's what you're looking for now, right? Yeah. And that's and, exactly
3: the type of stuff I'm looking for now. And
1: here's something funny. Awesome. You know, when James first got here for the first like month and a half, he's applying for all these great jobs. He's <laughs> like, <"Diff, laughs> he I'm, I'm not getting any replies. I'm not getting any replies. And he pulls me aside one day. He goes, Hey, I, I put my old phone number down on my resume, <laughs> so yeah. yeah well, resend well, that, everything that might explain it, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah.
3: it's it, it funny too because you know I, I was talking to my sponsor, which you know I talk to him every day. I love my sponsor; he's a fantastic great man. guy. And um, you know, he, <laughs> I told him about that, and he was like, "Well, you know what? He was probably like, you know, that's this is what you needed." He was like, "What have you been learning here? At, you know, why you've been in?" been at java and i was like you know we got to talking about it and i he was like well now you can apply all the stuff that you've been learning here and with me Mm -hmm. when you go and you start working he was like you can you know you're you're helping people instead of you know being in those positions where you were just trying to move up and climb and it didn't matter who you were stepping on to get to those positions he was like you know you can go into that being like how can i be of service right to my employer or to the guy that I'm working with, you know, I got
1: a question for you, man, so um, your sponsor Joe B, we love him, I love him, right um, you I know what his biggest character defect is. Has he shared it with you yet?
3: um no, I don't think he has do you
1: want to know what it is sure. he's a philly fan
3: (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna like that Uh, sorry joe let's go mets i i I agree with you yeah obviously (laughs) i agree with you yeah i've been working on him i gotta get i gotta get him in one of these hats right here that's That's never
1: going to happen i know (laughs) that's never going to happen
3: yeah because i saw i got in his truck the other day and i was i looked in the back seat and he had a Alabama hat. And I was roll like, tie, what baby, Roll tie. are you doing with an Alabama hat? I said, you're from Philadelphia. <laughs> like what? How did that happen? Yep. And he was just like, he was telling me a story about some guy that he met when, and he didn't have a college team. And, The guy that he met was a big Alabama fan, and so I was just like, "No." Watch this.
1: You ready for this, James? I didn't have college football up north. You know, we—I grew up in Queens, where St. John's was, and it was more basketball and baseball. So I don't really watch college football, but I have a favorite college football team. Now, you want to know who they are? Oh, stop it! Come on, (laughs) already. Stop it! Stop it! it. Go Gators! Uh Unbelievable! Go Gators! Guy, look at Joe.
2: No, no, we don't have time. Go Gators. Nor this is not the
1: right place to get into that
3: story. I I I feel like he's definitely just sucking up to a sponsor. (laughs) Just a little. I wasn't gonna say it, James. (laughs) I
0: wasn't gonna say it. I'm gonna throw
3: that out there. Aaron's a Notre
1: Dame fan because of Rudy.
3: (laughs) No, roll tide. You know what that means? I asked her the same question. I was like. How are you a Tide fan? You're not from Alabama, are you? And she was like, "No, I was like, she, she. I know absolutely she's from Puerto Rico.
0: Nothing." You know what? No, you're, sorry. You're on your sorry? Strike no, this bad. <laughs> <man. laughs> I know nothing I, about any kind of sports. My girlfriend's from Alabama, and we are a roll tide family. So hey, there you go. Listen, if you ask me anything about football, all my answer is is roll tide. There you roll go. Go. <laughs>
2: tide. Roll tide. All right. Well, on that note, thank you everybody for tuning in. James, thanks for coming on. Yes, thanks, hey, James.
3: Can, you, can I, can I end with this?
1: Yeah. Go ahead. My actual favorite college football team is the South Carolina. You know
2: why? Go Cocks.
0: <laughs> Get out of here. We're done with that. Wow.
2: Gamecocks. We have reached our limit with Jeff Duck South Carolina right. Gamecocks, baby. <laughs> Everybody, thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time. All right, take care.